Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace Free Journey Podcast. It is so great to have you with us. If you're a first-timer, thank you. If you're a returner, glad that you're with us. We're in Matthew chapter 7, and Jesus goes into a saying here that is um, pretty problematic for some. I mean, what he says is a little unnerving for religious folks. Here's what he says. Now, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into my kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, the day of judgment, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And did we not cast out demons in your name? And did we not do a lot of mighty works in your name? Now, it would seem right there that they're doing the works of the Father. Hang with me. And then Jesus says, well, I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Now, what Jesus is saying here is that there are going to be religious people that come along following in a broad, very broad, general kind of a way, the Christian life. They're going to use some of the same words. They're going to use some of the same characters. They're going to use some of the same names. They're going to have some of the same ideas. But at the end of the day, they're not connected to me, Jesus is saying, in the way the Father commands how does the Father command that we connect with the Lord? Because right now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, I, Terry, I know a lot of religious people and they're really good folks. Are you saying to me that maybe toward the end of life, they're not going to make it to heaven? That's not what I'm saying. That's what the Bible says. And here's, here's, here's how you know that you know that you know that you know Christ and that on that day, when you've done all these good things, because I'm sure you're doing good things, that you know the Lord and you're entered into heaven. Here it is. Step one. You got to know that God has a plan for your life. He has, a, he has a plan for peace and he has a plan for your life. God loves you and wants you to experience his peace in life. Now, the Bible says in John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God wants you to be in relationship with him. He absolutely does. And he does that and he offers that through the person of his son. You must believe that Jesus Christ did for you what you could not do for yourself. You have to believe that Jesus Christ loves you enough that he came to give his life for you. Now, why was that important? Well, because we have a problem. That problem is called sin. And sin has separated us from God. Now, being at peace with God is not automatic. Because by nature, you are separated from God. The Bible says in Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's me. That's you. That's my kids. That's your kids. That's there. Everybody has sinned. Sin doesn't mean you're a horrible neighbor. Sin doesn't mean you're a horrible citizen. Sin doesn't mean you're a mean, hateful person. Sin means that you are separated from God because of it. Because you and I, all of us, have violated the law of God. If you have violated the law of God, just one aspect of the law of God, you're guilty. The Bible says, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago in an episode. The Bible says you are guilty of, of offending all the law. And so we're separated from God. We're in the worst possible position we can be in. We're separated from God. Doesn't mean we're the worst kind of person we can be. It's not about being a good person. It's about knowing Christ personally and having a relationship with him. Now, there's a remedy for this. God's love bridges the gap um, of separation that's between God and you, God and me. When Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose from the grave, he paid the penalty for your sins. Because we sin, we owe God. But Jesus took that upon himself and did for us what we could not do for ourselves. 
First Peter 2.24 says this, He, talking about Jesus, personally carried the load of our sins in his own body when he died on the cross. You could never be good enough, do enough good works, you know, balance out the scales where God would be impressed with you or me enough to let us in heaven. It wasn't going to happen. So here's what had to happen. Jesus Christ came because he loved us, because he cared for us, and he took our place on the cross. And there he died for us. And on the third day, the Bible says, he physically and bodily rose again from the dead. So here's what you got to do. Right there where you are, if you want to know the Lord, if you don't know the Lord, but one, if you do not want Matthew 7, 21 through 23 to be true of you, when you stand before God on the day of judgment, saying, depart from me, I don't know you, here's what you have to do. First, you have to admit that you're a sinner. You have to say, God, I'm a sinner and I'm sorry. And then you have to say, God, I'm willing to repent or turn from my sins. Please help me do that. And then you have to believe this. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, you have to believe that Jesus Christ um, is Lord of all. You have to declare him Lord of all. And you have to believe that he resurrected from the grave, that he died on the cross for you, and he resurrected from the grave. You have to believe that right now. So just say to the Lord, Lord, I believe. Jesus, I don't understand why you came and died for me. That kind of love is too far above me. I, I don't get it. But thank you for doing it. And I believe you died on the cross for me. And I believe you resurrected from the grave. And right now, I declare that you are Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Fill me. I want to be yours, God. Now, if you prayed that or something like that, the Bible says that you are born again. Now, a couple of things you need to do. Continue listening to Grace for a Journey. <laughs> That'll help you because we go straight through the Bible. But you need to find a local fellowship, a church that teaches the Bible and the gospel, just like I presented it to you. And when you find that church, you're going to find people that'll love you, that'll encourage you. And you know what'll happen? You'll find unbelievable favor, grace for your journey every single day of your brand new life. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you. We thank you for today. Now be with us, Lord, as we follow you. And Father, I pray that you would move on the hearts of everyone listening to this and change their lives from the inside out. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.